what the hell is going on right now? I don't want to panic everyone. Y'all are going to a castle? Oh yeah, 100%, but thanks for that whip shit last night. Probably tell him about the zombies. She does worship a death god. Everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a nat 20. Right on, I almost died. That was less than ideal. <laughs> Good lord. Alright, well I think we may as well just do this thing, because you know, episode 17, we gotta just you know, roll with it. We're going to do some fun stuff, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Roll with it. <laughs> yeah, <Dice>. keep rolling. <laughs> Dice. <laughs> Dice. Uh, so, Good Lord. This is the energy that we're starting. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the energy that we're starting with. I like it. Um, it's big dead Lord energy. <laughs> <laughs> so today's awesome. warm-up question for your characters is going to be, uh, in lieu of our encounter with Valor last episode... How is your relationship with your parents? And I know if y'all read the short story that came out, um, you got to you got to see exactly how that went uh, with the origins of Valor's armor. So uh, yeah, good times, uh, good times at Adventure High. So let's let's move right into yeah. You got. I don't know that you used the word in lieu of correctly. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Like, I wasn't going to say nothing, but... In replacement of? Uh, well... In, inspired by? Inspired by. Yeah. There we are. But yes. in, in lieu of, I don't think it's correct. Well, you know, maybe it is in replacement of that, because maybe you have a better relationship. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like uh, that's a low bar to hit. Two out of six low of our bar. are dead, so... Hmm? At least two out of six of our characters' parents are, are dead. Yeah, that's true. Let's yeah. So let's check in. Uh, we'll start up with Pahari. Pahari, hit us with that. Uh, hit us with that. Well, in lieu of being an orphan, her two parents are both, you know, alive and well. <laughs> God damn it! They're <laughs> they are alive. They're happy. They're healthy. Pahari had a perfectly fine relationship with them. There is nothing of particular note. It's a happy enough family, like nothing particularly negative ever occurs. Super ho-hum standard podunk as far as things go. Okay. And uh, so happy little family. And uh, you're out and about, though, in the world. And uh, how, like, do you, is it at a point where you miss the parents? Is it just kind of like, ah, they'll be there when I get back? Like, what is what is that sort of emotional connection Pahari has with her parents? Um. Not so much missing, because, like, uh, as the elves were growing up, they, I mean, she basically hit 18, so she's past the teenage phase, like, all right, whatever, to varying degrees. Like, she knows that they'll they'll be back when she, whatever it is that she goes back, so she's not worried. Like, okay. Just have cool stuff to tell them. Whatever. Yeah. So just kind of that, like, yeah, I'm off doing my thing. My parents, they get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's the thing they've all gone through. They've all done the thing. They all they all had their own rumspringer at one point or another. Yeah, so she just wants to go and have hers and just yeah. make them happy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So we've got just a nice little good feeling there, and you can't, you know, you're looking forward to going home. Love that. Uh, and then let's jump over to Noun. So Noun, we've talked before. I think we've mentioned uh, a little bit about your your parents, but let's let's get into just so how is your relationship with your parents? Just as a refresher here. Well, Mama dead. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your mother is dead. Yes, that relationship is non-existent. Um, Flow the coop. Yeah. 
Uh, my relationship. Did you have with my... any relationship before she died? Uh, just um, so that p- viewers have an idea of when, listeners have an idea of when that happened. She died when I was like an infant, so okay. like less than a year old. Do you so think like does Noun tests. have any? Yeah, does Noun have any memories even, or is it all just non-existent? People don't have memories that early. <laughs> I don't know if orcs do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no, no memories of the mother. And how about the... No, f- I know like a little bit about her from like, y- you know, just things that I have, but like not not a lot. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And then my relationship with my father is strained, to say the <laughs> least. Um. Haven't spoken to him in probably 10 years, so. Okay, so a very strained situation there. Um, and if you if you did have to talk to them, like, what do you think? What do you think the first thing that you would say if you saw them again? Like, so, cause, so we understand where that strained, like, level is. I don't, I don't think they, <laughs> I don't think they would. <laughs> say anything say anything i don't know i feel like they'd just be like mm, i don't want to be here <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> and just wait okay. for like whatever it is that this dude is laying down to to be done with so okay so now he just wants speak. nothing to do <clears throat> with them yeah basically okay good to know their their and... relationship is very like they don't really know how to act around like he was not very fatherly so they don't really know how to act around um, them yeah beyond like the role of like i don't know maybe like some sort of s- superior but like not not in any And this is like, the human half of sense. your lineage right the the father's yes. the human half okay yes uh, my mother wasn't in orc and my father was not and so question on that real quick to close this up is how does Noun, so you, you don't have memories of the mother, but is there any emotional feelings there about that? Or because you don't have any, is Noun pretty just like, I had a mom, but I guess, or is it something that Noun actively sort of like deep down, like wishes they knew more? Um, yeah, well, I th- yeah, I think Noun probably, yeah, Noun wishes that they knew their mother, of course. Um they kind of figure that anything would have been better than growing up where they did. Um, okay. And, of course, there's the whole, like, missed orc heritage stuff. Yeah, they, missed they, out on a part of the world. Yeah, like, they've met orcs in their travels, like, since they left, but, like, it's always a little bit weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't grow up in it. Okay, yeah. cool. So I love that. And uh, last but certainly not least, Shenzi. How is Shenzi's relationship with their family? Um, with their, so, yeah, with their parents. So Shenzi's dad is dead. So that's a thing. And Shenzi's mom is alive, but thinks that Shenzi is dead. Mm. So, <laughs> so as like far as as far as that though how do you think shenzi's mom feels about that uh, i know I think, we don't know but how do you think shenzi's mom feels about that i think she's probably sad um but uh i mean shenzi had a, a positive mostly relationship with her parents um i think we talked about in a previous episode shenzi's dad died when shenzi was like 
a toddler a or so not or a quite a toddler because dragonborns age differently real quick so like preteen ish i guess like before shinzi would have started training yeah but um when shinzi was old enough to kind of understand that dad's dead okay um and so, but with the mother, it was a good sort of relationship in this situation. Um, it was like a, it was like a good relationship. But you know how like parents and kids can want different things. So like there was that tension, but it never was like blatantly negative or like begrudging. Okay, yeah, it was just sort of that separate paths sort of thing. But they're you know that's your mom sort of vibe with Shenzi. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Love that. Um, so that brings us right back into where we were, having dealt with uh, someone who had father of the year, um, <laughs> father of the century, uh, good old Grahan to his only son, Valor the Fearful. <laughs> and to bring us back in, you guys have just encountered Valor. For those of you listening, uh, Valor is an earth Genasi, um, mm -hmm. and resembles a uh, a very dark, cracked volcanic volcanic skin, and seeping out from uh, sort of their blood is just little bits of almost like magma uh, creeping out from the cracks in their skin, and that is valor in their their normal state is just chill, and then when they're enraged, that's overflows much like their magical energy does uh, and a cool thing from tasha's is valor is actually a wild magic barbarian oh cool so fireball <laughs> <laughs> whoosh baby so that. valor has just handed over to noun the swords uh, the the swords of Ozion, and they were fused together because that's how they live, unless ripped apart by someone capable, and then they activate their power by fusing them together. This place's temporal displacement is starting to fade away, and connection to the celestial or anything really is going to start being affected down here. Uh, meaning Valor will be acknowledged uh, that he is still alive. People will be able to sense that soon. And he has just passed off that sword. Uh, Noun took it. And with a good con save, did not pass out from the wave of energy that came through as you gripped it. Um, and uh, LaRocca has just leaned over and said, so, so that's going to do, right? We can, we can go now. Yeah, well, it took a lot to not pass out when I touched it. So I feel like that's, that's fine. Yeah, let's go. With, with your comment of, like, well, you know, I almost passed out. Da, 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 da. Bahari's just going to tap a finger to your shoulder and cast resistance. Oh. <laughs> this little cantrip buff. Valor says, I, in, in their normal form, I can help you all out of here. Um, but we'll have to part ways there. It seems you have some things to do, and Crichton and I will... Have a bit of a journey ourselves. Okay. Do, would you... Do you possibly have any spare rope on hand? I believe Crichton kind of uh, demolished our previous rope. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and Valor says, fly, do you right? mean to get well, yeah, out? Yeah, but also, rope is expensive, guys. 
I have rope. You, yeah, y'all didn't use my rope. I didn't use a rope. <laughs> I'm a dungeoneer. Well, we use we use my rope and then one of your guys's for. Well, for it wasn't initial. mine because I was already at the bottom. I think you Lily, used the rope. Lily, roll Because you and Lora roll a d twenty. Fire on the cleric for wanting to be safe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we were already down the tunnel, so it couldn't have <laughs> yeah, been our rope. Yeah, I about that. Then maybe I got rope from, from uh, LaRocca. Oh, I, I think it was LaRocca. No, it was yeah. LaRocca, yeah. Okay, okay, check. Well, I rolled a nine. Okay, uh, and Valor says, sorry, I don't really need <laughs> rope down here as... I and he moves his hand up and the earth underneath raises up a little bit and you can now understand that the magic earth manipulation that created the staircase was mm. probably done by Valor therefore that I don't, is handy. Oh well that's I don't handy. We need that down here. It's a silly thing I know um but then again and she <laughs> she gives a small shrug and just like a uh, like tiny the tiny smile of like well Never hurts to ask. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, I, uh, I, I'm i sorry. No, I wish I could help. Uh, no, I, I can no, get you no. out of here. but And then Valor <laughs> nope. runs off. And he's like sort of sort of in a, fr- like, in a frenzy. In a frenzy. Of, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, I'm sorry. And he runs off. And you like, realize now there are sort of is, two sides to Valor. Is he upset that because he thinks he's going to upset his new friends? <laughs> And you see him run over into the garden oh, and reach honey. his hands down. And he grips onto uh, some of the vines. And as he grips them, you see them pulse and they grow a little bit more. And as they're Bulbasaur growing... Bulbasaur used vine whip. <laughs> yes. And he starts Thrill. winding it around his arm. Uh, and he comes over and he hands you a coil of vines. <laughs> and he's like, I... Uh, th- will, this, will this help? <laughs> This is so endearing. Like, her, her, her hands are out, like, are held in front of her in confusion, just kind of blink, blink. Uh, sure, yes. Pahari, take the rope. And, and she'll, she'll take the, she'll take the, the vines from Valor and, and give him a, give him a smile. It's like, thank you. You, you, you know that it, even if, even if you didn't, it would have been fine. It just, it never hurts to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to help. It's, um, she she gives him a smile, <laughs> like I ship it because this is precious and endearing. <laughs> I also ship it. Yes, <laughs> y'all are just gonna ship Pahari with anything she smiles at. Good lord, Pahari. Well, Pahari doesn't much. smile at yeah. us ever. So, uh, so well, you haven't done anything so far for her to smile about. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just kicked a god's ass, but whatever. So it's fine. Pahari, you just so, like, who's, uh, who's who's whose godly ass did you kick? Because we all were in that fight. <laughs> uh, so you were just given 25 feet of, uh, you were just given 25 feet of magical vines. And uh, these will be like the equivalent of like 25 feet of rope. Cool. So okay. there you, there you go. Do so, I get cool stats for this sword I just picked up or what? Well, we're going <laughs> to give it to the people. I know, but I'm carrying it right now. See, it is an important question. It's good to know the deets. I'm I'm carrying it until we get back. So, uh, so yeah, there are there are special properties about Ozion's sword, and as far as uh, what they necessarily are, you wouldn't know right now. Uh, but you do know that this thing is special. You know, if it's separated, it will activate the time 
space magic that Ozeon is known for. Uh, but even in its current form, you can tell this is not a normal sword and would probably do some interesting things if it was used. Okay. Um, Gotta take it to the people. Let them do the science. I'm gonna take it to the people and we're gonna do the science. We're gonna <laughs> so, do it. So Valor is uh, just like, okay, um, well... Let's get the fuck out of here. The The fastest way would be, and looks over at Crichton, and Crichton lowers its dragon, uh, you know, its dragon head and lowers it down. Um, we get to ride a dragon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And fans out his wings at full length to serve as sort of a, a way to climb on up. And Valor, with a single jump, just hops up and lands on Crichton's neck, uh, ready to ride, and motions for the rest of you to get on the back. And LaRocca just instantly, so, oh, oh, no, we could. <laughs> come on, LaRocca. We could, we could probably walk. LaRocca, LaRocca get on, on the dragon. Live a little. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do? What do you guys do? We're getting on the dragon. I get on the dragon. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Bahari's gonna like clap. She's gonna clap LaRocca on the back and just kind of grin. I'm like, what are you? You afraid of a reptile? Yeah, Shenzi's chill. Uh, no, <laughs> just the one function? that particularly killed us in a single strike. Yeah, just not most reptiles, but, the, you know, just one that. Well, we like, killed it too. LaRocca, you're already undead. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It means it, well, your it means arm fucked. It means YOLO, but apparently not. <laughs> it means YOLO. <laughs> just, get the, just get on the damn dragon. We have to be places. Let's go. Bahari will <laughs> climb up and then offer a hand to LaRocca. And LaRocca will take your hand and just kind of muttering to himself. Ooh. It's just like, I am I am getting a new... new See Aladdin and Jasmine moment? Do you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, oh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he climbs he climbs on anyways and is just like sort of holding on like LaRocca rides horses and everything very well so he's like tensed up those power thighs and is just like holding on and it's like I'm not he's going anywhere between like two back spikes and he's really just got a stabby in his stomach <laughs> and then there's spikes stuck between his butt cheeks yeah <laughs> I just want to like acknowledge that this is the first in-game description we've had of LaRocca's thighs <laughs> which are apparently Those very powerful <laughs> very powerful thighs uh and Should Valor looks steel <laughs> Valor looks back and says uh, all right hold on and uh Crichton looks forward and f- takes flight with a single just beat of the wings and you are elevated suddenly and there is a there is some force from that uh raise and then Crichton heads for that hole that they had created bursting through the wall earlier does LaRocca start panic flailing oh LaRocca definitely (laughs) (laughs) just kind of and it's just like no it's fine it's fine it's fine and it's just kind of muttering to themselves it's fine you're on a dragon that's you know what it's fine the creepy kid Shinzi's like whooping and hollering Shinzi's so into it (laughs) so is Noun Noun is crazy into this and Valor uh, 
Valor kind of holds uh, holds close to uh, holds close to Crichton's neck as sort of becoming as small as possible as <laughs> Crichton heads for the wall and sucks their wings in because you clearly can tell it's a it's a hole that they can fit through it's but sort squeeze. of a just barely and it's sort of this like millennial falcon moment where it's like we're not gonna make it and pa- Crichton Pari's gonna like Pari's gonna grab LaRocca's collar and like yank him forward for them both to like lay down yeah yeah. <laughs> And uh, Crichton is going to swoop and turn just a little, not enough to where you'd be like upside down, but it's definitely going to turn a little knowing that they need to not, you know, smack you all against the wall uh, and burst through that. And you can see now uh, as you soar upwards that Crichton is heading uh, up and above everything in a way that you couldn't quite see before when you were in here. Uh, And it kind of explains how this dragon moves about in here is there is sort of that upper layer of things that it's used to moving around. Around. And mm. it flies through and goes up, and there is the area where you, uh, where it fell through the wood and it bursted through. Now it has gone through up and above where it first attacked you, uh, where where it came through after all of you, and is now at the front, looking up at the waterfall, and uh, that's the that's the way out. And Valor looks back and says, "It's been." Uh, it's been quite some time since we've, since we've left. Uh, well, how does the sunshine feel? Is it sun? Is it daylight? Uh, right no, it is still dark. Uh, it is still. Is the moon out? Uh, the moon is out. How does the moonlight feel? <laughs> uh, and Valor says, uh, "I guess we're about to find out. Uh, it's probably, probably best we part ways here." You should get yourself a meat pie before you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the village folk would be like fucking crazed to see you. Like, they would be super into it. Bahari's I'm sure they would. The biggest sigh, but it's probably lost to the wind as we're up in the the you know, on a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. At- and the Crichton climbs up the, the waterfall uh, area where you descended in those circular stones that brought you down here in the first place, but stops just below the surface and is waiting and uh, has sort of hovered next to uh, next to one of the large jutted out stones that were created um, in the beginning when this all went underground and is sort of flying next to it. And uh, Valor says... Uh, this will be where you guys hop off. We have different destinations, it seems. Fine. And so uh, LaRocca just like slides right on off and it's just like, yep, all right. Um, like what are the- LaRocca dipped out as soon as this is where was stated. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd have to get the first moment he possibly can without breaking his kneecaps. And what are, what are the three of you doing? Chinzy's gonna like pat Crichton and then like slide <laughs> off. I'm gonna say thanks, bruh, and then and then slide off as well. And Pahari, thank you, Valor. And she'll she'll nod at him and and give him one one last like a uh, kind of smile and then slide mm-hmm. off and then offer a hand wave to to Crichton with like the the tiniest little part. Chinzy's bow. gonna salute as they fly off. Does Crichton look back though? Oh wait, no. uh, so, so look back though? They're still hovering right next to it as you all get off, and uh, Valor looks over and says, uh, 
I, I know that it seems we might be needed, and something very strange is going on, clearly. But before we can do anything about that, we have to go try and attend to Crichton's wound, if at all possible. We're going to head to the land of time and space, as that's where Ozean is from. Space Mountain? And we'll see if any of their healers there might know anything about this. Uh, okay. Well, let us know, I guess. Where, where might you be heading? Well, Do you know your destination? Yeah, first to Tegritaire, and then we're not really sure. Yeah, but you could probably check in with Tegritaire if you want to find us later. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind. Hopefully the next time we cross paths, it'll be on better conditions. Over a meat pie. Yes. (laughs) I have uh, quite enjoyed my vegetables and such down here, but a meat pie sounds nice. And with that, Valor nods to you all and says, Ready, Crichton? And Crichton soars, breaking beyond the barrier that they have not crossed in hundreds of years, and soars straight up into the night sky, and flies up and up, and you can hear what almost sounds like enjoyment come out of their mouths as they fly up high. Okay, but but does but 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 does Valor take one look back at Bahari or no? <laughs> I want to so know. Do any of the villagers notice? Yeah, also that. You can see you can see Valor look back at you all <gasps> as uh, looks all back at the group of you. At the group of, of you. We're waving and saluting as what? they as they reach up high above this city and are uh, high above this little village and they are up hovering in the air for a moment just sitting there high above and they take off in a direction vanishing amongst the clouds. I just imagine wow. some small village child is looking out their window right now and seeing this happen and their parents aren't going to believe them. Oh my god, right? <laughs> oh my god, right? But also, but also, I feel like achievement unlocks um god touched ally or whatever, godly ally achieved, <laughs> acquired. Check that Love on the it. list. Yeah, uh, mark that one. Uh, and Laroca, uh, Laroca looks over, and you are basically on one rock shelf, up underneath the the main ground of the village. Basically, when you first jumped down, this was the first sort of big step thing that you you landed on. Uh, so once you climb up, you are going to be back on solid ground, and you just have to hop up the uh, one layer, essentially. And cool. uh, LaRocca just turns and uh, says, can we, can we go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, LaRocca, we can go. And uh, LaRocca puts his uh, hands out to, to offer the, like, boosted, like, foothold for each person to kind of just hop up. What if I don't want his help? What if oh, I want to show off? Yeah, yeah, you can ignore it. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Shenzi and I are independent people. We don't need no man. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so you two just hop on up. Bahari will look skept- skeptical at the other two. It's like, 
Alright, whatever, and then we'll take the offered assistance. Oh, like, I bet you will. Cool. Why overexert well, herself? Shenzi will like reach to. down to like give him a hand to help him up. Alright, cool. So Shenzi and Noun... I guess she's just at the back. <laughs> oh, she had Shenzi... the Roka. <laughs> Shenzi and Noun walk by. We can get it. And just jump I'm not up. I'm that much shorter than you guys. <laughs> You're still shorter though. Shenzi and Noun hop up on their own, and the Roka turns around and offers uh, a boost, and Pahari uh, utilizes that, placing her foot into uh, his hands, and a boost up, and you're easily up and over, and then the Roka turns around, and as he goes to uh, reach up, he sees Shenzi reaching down to assist a hand up, uh, and he will definitely take it, and is pulled up, and the four of you are now back on solid ground. Uh, amongst the ruins the ruins of this temple and someone says hey what are you doing over there uh the monks what are we doing over here did you not see the fucking dragon excuse me yeah what the hell was that no one (laughs) (laughs) no one's supposed to be down here and what came out of there are Uh, we under attack that was valor that was a dragon that that just Mm -hmm. came out I was a god riding a dragon. You're welcome. You're welcome. What can I say? You had squatters. We got rid of the squatters for you. (laughs) One of the the monks on patrol has just seen all of this and is like, what? Uh, Valor? Does he he collapse? Does he faint out of shock? He he died. He like just doesn't even believe right now. Just he, he died hundreds of years ago. What are you talking about? Why were you down there? You think demigods can just die? Okay, whatever. And, uh, uh, you... Not even gonna acknowledge that we thought he was dead, too. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Pahari's just standing there looking nonplussed and not saying anything, just watching the monk. It's like, we said our piece, so... I'm gonna go get Nia, and runs off to go get the head monk. Should we leave? Okay, well, we're gonna leave, so... Bye. I guess you do what you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, he runs off. Uh, he seems uh, he seems to be quite young and going to. He's get gonna be their, the one no one leader. believes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, just leave. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, so you guys take off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the rope is like. Uh, okay, uh, and you need to answer this question for me right now. Um, your horses were tied up outside the temple originally. Are they there, or did you take them over to the tavern? Um, and tie them up there. Where did you tie your horses up? I think we. I thought. I thought we had decided to leave our horses in like the in like the ridge of trees nearby the temple, so we could make so a they speedy would be getaway. Oh, you took them yeah. out of town. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. yeah I thought that's what we did. And this okay, is the so speedy getaway that we needed. This is the speedy <laughs> getaway part that we uh, planned. So yeah, you guys are <laughs> just dipping out of town. It's just not believed. <laughs> um, cool. So everyone is just bolting out of town, and you guys, uh, you guys can do that because there's very little that this town expects of like. I mean, sure, they have people keeping watch on things like the ruins and like for occasional bandits or something, but you are leaving town, so they're not like so much as watching that. And as far as time frame, you waited till nightfall, and you spent a few hours down there, so it is probably. It's like 4 a.m. The people who are up around now, it's like 4 or 5 a.m. Daybreak's on the way. The people who are up right now are going to be like farmers and such, uh, getting ready for a day's work. And uh, so, yeah, you're you're able to Just get moving. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're able to get moving and get to the outskirts of this town um, 
uh, get to the outskirts of Mara Valley and uh, get back to your horses. And you can see uh, Sweetie, Nimbus, and Loot. Uh, Loot, I missed of, you. <laughs> sort of come to attention as you you walk up. And Loot is definitely like the most energetic. It is definitely like pulling on their you know on of their course. tethered reins, and it's just like. <gasps> and Nimbus and Sweetie kind of look up, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're just like, chill. I'm perturbed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, sweetie. We got to ride. Uh, and uh, and LaRocca hops on uh, his horse as well. And what is his yeah. horse's name? Uh, <laughs> Did he have a horse? I thought you two were sharing a horse. I no. forgot. No, no he, he since you got back he to Tegretary, he's right, got his I own forgot. horse. I um, and you, so do you, do you ask, <laughs> have you asked LaRocca his horse's name? Yes, I have for sure. I want to talk to all the animals. Uh, so yeah, noun as you ask him. By the way, what's your horse's name? Uh, Laroca <laughs> says, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> Laroca says, "This is Arrow." Uh, sorry, <clears throat> Laroca says, "Uh, yeah, this horse is Arrow." Um, little is he bit. Named after Jensen Ackles' kid. <laughs> uh, n- no, I don't no, I don't. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Uh, this is, yeah, this is Arrow, um, just one of the, one of the trained horses from Tegretaire. Cool. Lovely. Let's go, boys. And, uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys ride at a, ride at a town and you, you, uh, you leave Mara Valley. Da, 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 da. In the, in the night. And so as you're riding a little bit. fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> Like As you're Nam writing, Shinzi did that in character. Oh, but I quietly. <laughs> I have a godly sword and a new shield. I'm feeling great. I faced my own mortality, literally. <laughs> feeling pretty good over here. Well, we're very Kenzie- traumatized, but we're hiding it. <laughs> That's not even a faced your own mortality. We're we're killed by your own mortality, but then got a second chance. Yeah, so, literally, I saw my own the reset death. button. Yep. Also, oh we all learned new things about ourselves. We're celestial <laughs> touched. One of us. Yeah, is we're undead. celestial touched. Laroca's undead. <laughs> and Laroca goes, "Fuck! I didn't ask him about that." Uh, yeah, we didn't we ask him ask a lot the of science questions. People, we'll ask probably. the, the magic science people back at Tegretaire, whose names the science magic. Hey everyone, it's Corso, with a few quick announcements. The podcast is getting a little bit of a name change. What has been referred to as just Lark will now be referred to as Lark Fallen Gods. Why, you ask? Well, because of some exciting announcements. We've been working on several different projects that happen in the same universe, and in an effort to unify everything, we're creating the Lark Gaming and Mischief Network. Same website, same Twitch stream, but now... Everything will be found in one place. This includes Melee Ball, our D&D sports game, Monsters at a Context, a monster podcast that Abby and I run, and a new campaign that will be streaming every other Wednesday called Lark the Calderine Chronicles. So be sure to keep an eye on the Twitch channel Lark Network, as well as our website, LarkPodcast.com. On that note, 
Yes, I am starting a new campaign called the Calderine Chronicles that'll take place in the same world during the same time as Lark Fallen Gods. And you better believe there's going to be some crossover. That'll be on the Twitch at twitch.tv slash larknetwork every other Wednesday starting December 9th. Do you like coffee? Well, all of us here at Lark Fallen Gods certainly do, and so we're excited to tell you in our quest for world domination and a morning pick-me-up, we've discovered Found Familiar Coffee. Found Familiar Coffee is a D&D-themed coffee company that ships all around the world. They work with amazing artists to design their own blends and cover art and have some awesome roasts for you to try. They do a whole bean or ground, and if you aren't sure you want to commit to a 12-ounce bag, they offer 2-ounce samples. Use promo code LARKNETWORK to get 10% off your first order and help support them and us. Just go to foundfamiliar.com slash LARKNETWORK. This week's shout-out goes to our friend Sunset Brews with the Torpid Network. The Torpid Network is handling all the tech and production of our Wednesday campaign, as well as getting some amazing artwork and editing done for us. Be sure to check him and his whole crew out at Sunset Brews on TikTok and Twitch, as well as the Torpid Network. As always, word of mouth is the biggest way people hear about us, and we really want to turn this podcast into something amazing. So if you would jump onto whatever social media you have, mention us and say, hey, check these cool cats out, that would mean so much to us. Especially if you baited people with an actual picture of cats first. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Lark Adventures. That's all for now. Let's step back into the episode. Can there be someone in the science division of Secretary that's named Bill? Please just make me happy. <laughs> Please just make me happy. I guess we'll see when we get back to Tegretaire. Of course, so I need this. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> and uh, LaRocca, while you, you've been writing for about, you know, a half an hour or an hour, uh, and LaRocca says, okay, so what is our plan plan? Because uh, I don't know about you, but... Uh, We've been at this for over a day, uh, need a little bit of a breather, and to get back to Tegretair, it's going to be a three days ride from Visigel through Mingrir's Pass. Um, well, sleep is a good thing. We, we should be taking a rest soon, because we did go through the night, and we, we do want to get back to Tegretair with as much haste as we can muster, I would imagine, but also, we need to rest. Yeah. Where do we want to do that? Uh, Visigel's a few hours from here, but also do we want to stay there or s just camp on the road? I'll leave it up to you. I think that camping off the road might be the better idea. I think so, too. Okay. Wait, okay, Visigel's the one that got rocked by the fog? Yeah. Yeah, and the one that you just stole a painting I from like and broke into Menorah's house. they will ask too many questions house. if we go back yep. to Visigel. Yeah, they might ask a few questions so camping let's, off the let's road, and then we yeah can let's also camp off the road potentially like as opposed to camping on the road uh we can stay more out of sight in case it gets to be i don't know what mm -hmm. not sure what to potentially expect because there have been odd things going the on monks so trying to chase us down hesitant also okay that. let's camp off the road okay so now, where do we want to do that? 
Do we want to before road. we do we do we want to before we pass Visigel or do we want to do it beyond that uh, headed into Mingris Pass? It's only an hour or so before we'd want to before. Otherwise, it won't be for another four hours or so. Let, let's get past Visigel because I don't I don't want to. Do I, we I, want I, to be passing yeah. Visigel in, in daylight, though? Sounds well, like it's not daylight. We're riding. Well, into... no, it's not right now, but if it's four hours away, it, the sun will be up by the time we reach Visigel. Is that true? I don't know what time it is. Yes, so it is. Okay. daybreak is like an hour away. And if you were to camp right now, you would be camping sort of during the early morning. If you were to keep riding, um, you would pass Visigel during early morning and camp probably during like uh, brunch time sort of window. So... Mm. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with being dragged into Visigel. So, what do you think, Shenzi? Um, so we have to go through Visigel no matter what. We will pass by it, but not through it. It is a detour of about half an hour to ensure that we go in it. The question is: Do we want to rest? Before we even come near it, or do we want to rest after we pass it? Um, Maybe we should rest I was going to say we should rest before, even though we're trying to avoid it being near a town. While winded, not our smartest move. That's fair. Okay. Okay, so you are resting when? Before or after? Before. 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 Uh, Long rest. Uh, yes, yeah, so you are going to take a long rest and uh, you guys set up camp and set yourselves off of the beaten path. It sounds like you said you want to make sure you're not seen in the event that anyone from Mara Valley comes looking. Um, so, yeah, you guys set yourselves up and you set out to camp for the night. And uh, obviously everyone takes watch. What is the order? Who, who would watch first? Bahari can go first. He's the least winded. Okay. Chenzi's only missing two HP. I'm missing none. So, okay. Okay, so Pahari will go first. And elves only need four hours of sleep. Um, So, uh, it's not even really sleep. But yeah, so Pahari would go first. Yeah, I just meditate in a corner. That's what I do. I meditate (laughs) in a corner. Chenzi's second, it sounds like. Uh, Noun, would you go third or last? Because LaRocca would also watch. You tell me. Mm, I'll go third. Okay, so you all set up camp, and uh, you make it in a way that it doesn't draw attention. You keep the fire small, and the uh, Roca, as a ranger, is very good at uh, taking care of this sort of situation. And you all are resting, and the rest of you get some sleep while Pahari opts to take first shift. Uh, Pahari, during this first shift on... Uh, on this stop, uh, roll a, what's your passive perception? It is 16. Okay. Um, with a 16, while you're on watch, you can hear, you know, wildlife coming, uh, coming awake as the sun is rising and, you know, the birds are chirping. And so it's sort of an interesting thing to be sleeping, you know, at this time, but also, Hey, adventuring, that's how it happens. Um, and you are at a point where no one would see you from the road is where Mm -hmm. we'll say that you would have set up to ensure that, 
but you can hear um you can hear like one one passerby uh, throughout your whole shift who perhaps is heading into Mara Valley, like on foot coming through the, the forest. And, uh, so yeah, you just hear what seems to be sort of casual foot traffic and reminding yourself that nobody really comes to Mara Valley like often. And oftentimes they use the boat as their means of trade. So, Mm uh, yeah, there's not, there's not much action that happens and you're able to, uh, you're able to switch, with uh with Shenzi. Do you cool. do anything during your uh break or during your watch? No, she just, she just keeps alert. Well she'll okay. she'll sit and pray and see if she can contact her deity. Freddie, someone's like Yo, what the fuck is up? <laughs> and uh nothing really happens. You actually uh roll a perception check for me. Actually no. Roll an arcana check. That is a twelve. Um, you're trying to pray and just sort of tap into your God and kind of ask, also, hey, what should it be a religion check? So what you feel with your arcana check is, <laughs> uh, I'm squinty eyesing right now. I'm sussing you. You know, your God, you understand how to pray to them and how to think, uh, <laughs> about like contacting them. That is, that is a thing that you know, and you don't even need to roll on that, but Mentally, you sort of pick up on your connection to them feels a little like the connection to your power feels a little off. Mm. You cast augury and you seem to have got these visions and such, but it almost feels like like your magic ability is just a little a little off from that. And that is what you that is what you just sort of note when you're trying to pray to them uh is just it doesn't quite feel right and uh you're not 100 percent sure why mm-hmm. it's just kind of like when you feel like oh i kind of like have i don't know i'm a little i'm a little tired magically mm. all right uh great and you swatch uh, you switch places with shenzi uh shenzi it is your it is your watch and what is your passive perception Ten. Uh, roll a perception check for 15. Okay. So, Shenzi, while you're keeping watch, um, you are observing just the sounds and the sights of everything. And uh, again, you hear nothing out of the ordinary. And it's all just normal uh you're you're watching during the day which really isn't uh it's a dangerous time in regards to people but not so much a dangerous time in regards to like typical animals that might be a problem uh around these parts so you see nothing out of the ordinary but during your time uh is there anything you do during during your watch does shenzi how does shenzi handle a four-hour stint of or a two-hour stint of just chilling you know the classic gets a stick sharpens it <laughs> and loot, away the time. <laughs> loot would come over and be grazing Probably next to you um <laughs> and uh loot loot definitely is a little playful with you um and maybe like tries to like chew and take your stick <laughs> from you that's cute and uh <laughs> um 
Yeah, and just has like a good little interaction with you. Uh, but outside friends. of that, yeah, nothing. Nothing <laughs> happens, and uh, it's time to it's time to switch over shifts. And they are so, the two best friends that ever ever was. They are the <laughs> best friends. Now, you said you would go third or last. Third. Third. So Shenzi goes and wakes up Noun, um, and uh, passes that off. Noun, how do you wake up uh, when you're out sleeping on the road? We've sort of already said like you you don't sleep in the nude when you're on the road, right? <laughs> no, I do yeah. not. Forgot um, about that. And so when Noun is woken up, um, you know it's. It's that good barbarian sleep. Uh, how <laughs> How is that when Shenzi comes and wakes you up? I guess, Shenzi, how do you wake up now? Because Pahari's probably meditating now, doing their thing, yeah. and LaRocca's been doing it. Um, does LaRocca also meditate? No, LaRocca sleeps. Or does he sleeps. sleep like a normal human? Yeah, as a half-elf, he sleeps, uh, but he definitely like is, does so in more of an alert fashion, like back to a tree, arrow and bow mm-hmm. next to him. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. So yeah, Shenzi, how do you go and wake up now? Now you should wake up and probably nudges Noun with the blunt <laughs> end of the stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Noun, do you do you wake up immediately? Or just describe that for us. I am awake. <laughs> I'm already awake. <laughs> well, not already, but like I get poked and I'm just like, Mer. okay, I'm up now. You're like, all right, fine, yeah, my turn. Okay, great. My turn. Uh, and yeah, so Shinzi can go back to resting, and it's Noun's turn. Um, Noun, when you when you do your uh, when you do your watch, how do you how do you spend your two hours? What would Noun do? Because you just got to be awake and sort of alert. Um, but what would you be doing? Sharpening my axe and also polishing and stuff, maintaining weaponry. Basically, I just okay. got a new shield that's been polished. This cool god sword's been polished. Yeah, so yeah, while you're working on Bragar's shield, you can see some really interesting designs uh, all around, uh, all around it. it. It was the the shield of a, a great warrior who defended uh, their their people, and while they were no one of greatness prior, it is this act that made them great. And so uh, this is definitely. It has been altered since then to sort of show signs of that bravery. So someone has sort of worked on um, Ragar's shield after that and uh, like adorned you know, images of, of that defensive day. Um, and cool. yeah, you're just working on that, cleaning up your weapons, keeping them sharp, keeping them good. And uh, what's your passive? 13. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, 12. Okay, so, yeah, with a 12, you don't hear much of anything. Um, There's nothing that you see that catches your eye, um, and uh, you're just kind of hanging out, working on all of your things. Wait, do I get the plus three on that? From your perception? Wait, I have a plus three. It's 15. Okay, cool. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so, with a 15, uh, that's a little different, um, you do hear the snapping of a twig. And uh, it is within close proximity. And 
as you look up, how does well, how does Noun react when they hear the snapping of a twig and they can tell that something is nearby? What is your immediate reaction while you're sitting there polishing your weapon or you're you're grinding your axe? Uh, look up. Okay, so you look right in the direction axe. of it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and as you look up, uh, you can see now. You look up, and there's a deer, and oh, it cool. just kind of like sees you. Okay. And then it goes back to nibbling on some of the berries that are there on the tree or on the on the bush there. And it kind of breaks off a little bit of that and it quickly scampers off into the into the woods. Oh, fun. Uh, so, yeah, the animals, you know, in the area, you guys have been pretty quiet and been pretty chilling. Uh, so they are like sort of in the vicinity. Dope. And uh, from there. It's last but not least the Roka's turn, and uh, the Roka, when you uh, when it's your time is done, the Roka's already sort of been awake um, and gets up and kind of motions. I'll take the last shift. And, yeah, we already uh, decided that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, you get to go lay down, and the Roka watches for the last couple of hours to ensure everyone gets proper rest, and nothing of note happens. And uh, so you're all up. It's about midday, probably about noonish at this point, and uh, you are you are ready to depart. And so the Roka says, "Tetegrater, Tetegrater, Tetegrater." And so yeah, you all saddle up. One place. <laughs> you all saddle up and take off. And uh, on your journey, you are. Heading towards Mingrus Pass again is that that is the fastest route, and you avoid Visigel because you don't want to draw any attention, um, and you get your full day's ride in, and you pick a point uh, to to rest again because it's a three day thing, so you got to rest a couple times. You rest again, and again nothing uh, nothing of note really happens. You set up a small camp off of the off the path, and you are relaxing keeping your energy about you and uh, just sort of focused on the mission. Uh, your second day also, uh, you ride through the day and you make good time through Minger's Pass. Um, and you uh, remember this is the area that not far from here, you encountered Varakas, the stone giant, um, and Karna and Zabin, the little gnome children. And... Oh. Uh, this is, you pass through that area and the Roka kind of brings it to your attention of like, well, no terrifying encounters here today. Nice. <laughs> yes, seriously, LaRoca. come on. Uh, yeah, and you, you ride through and on your, uh, on your third day, uh, you guys have one more day until you get to Tegretair and uh, get out of Minger's Pass. And uh, on your, on your ride, uh, what what sort of order would you guys be riding in? So LaRocca as a ranger is sort of, and the one who knows Minger's Pass sort of sticks in the front um, as far as leading through, but how would you guys ride? Uh, Pari will be in the back this time around. Okay, so Pari's at the back, just kind of keeping yep. an eye on things. Uh, Noun and Shenzi, are you riding together? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> side by side. I like chatting with my bestie. Eh. Okay. And uh, roll, everybody roll a perception check. Fine. 16. 
25. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does, does, does that cover it? Does that cover it for show? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I think that covers it. Um, <laughs> Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you come to, uh, as you all notice, uh, there is someone uh, up ahead, and you all notice them uh, walking ahead of you. And Are you... they walking towards us or, or the same direction? They're walking in the same direction. They're just ahead of you on okay. foot. And uh, they are uh, they are walking sort of um, sort of awkwardly, like they're they're holding some things. And uh, you watch as they they trip and like everything just drops that they're holding. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, oh no! And they start like trying to grab the things like off of the ground uh, as they have just fallen. Mm. Um, yeah, and there. So, so you're on horses, so you catch up to a walking person pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, and yeah, so you are, you've got this person down uh, in front of you who is just like all over the ground. Okay, can I see what this stuff is? Uh, yeah. So you look down and you see what looks like, um, looks like a couple of it's a uh, brushes, and you see like a like an artist. Uh, like a notepad. Um, and uh, so, yeah, this person, uh, what you see before you in general with that perception check is a dark skinned uh, person with some f- little freckles all across their face. Cute. And uh, cute. <laughs> they have they have a cloak uh, that looks sort of uh, sort of like what you'd expect um like like a monk or a traveler uh, to wear. Uh, so it is like mainly meant for what looks like just protecting them from the elements. And it seems to be covered in splashes of like paint and dirt and just all this stuff. Uh, they're very, very messy. Um, I feel that. And, <laughs> I feel that. and uh, they have no weapons that you can see on them. And their satchel bag has um, just kind of like, splayed out uh on the ground with them and they're like trying to stuff stuff back and they look up at um at all of you uh who are now uh, i assume approaching on horse yes, yes. yeah well, i mean if and, they're going in the same direction we can't avoid them yeah hmm. and they look up and they're like oh pardon pardon me i'm so sorry about that i'm so and they like grab their things and they're like i am sorry and they're just kind of trying to pick up their uh, supplies. And they kind of like just like put their arm down and scoop them to the side. Just like dirt and all. They just kind of <laughs> scoop it to the side mm. to try and like get it like out of your way. Uh, Bahari uh, hopped out off her horse to, yeah, to help him Shenzi pick up. wants to help. And uh, okay. So yeah, you guys hop down to help this person out. Um, and uh, as you go to help, uh, they're like, oh, oh, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you, you, you didn't have to, you didn't have to do that. And she shrugs like, no, I didn't have to, but. <laughs> this is, uh, just my luck. <laughs> bit of a, bit of a mess. Sorry about that. Um, and they, they start picking up their items. And yeah, like I said, the things you're picking up are little vials of what look like they hold paint and, uh, they have, um, 
they have a, a, a sketch pad that they have and it looks like a couple of pads, some small little tiny ones and one that looks like they might set it up on an easel if they had it. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, just like a little bigger. Um, Is this going to be the person that made the stirring rendition of Pahari? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so they, so yeah, they, they pick, uh, they pick up all these items and then they stand back up and go, Oh, sorry. It's, uh, it's a little, uh, little slippery underfoot here in Minger's pass and, uh, not, uh, not the easiest to try. Well, okay. You're on horseback. So that makes it easier. That's, that's probably better. Uh, should have done that. Don't have a horse. Should have done that. Mm. Why are you here? Oh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I am. Wait. Is this a side quest? Why are you here? We're on our way to Tegretaire. Ah, so am I. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, okay. LaRocca looks down and is like. Lark and the merry band of NPCs. <laughs> LaRocca looks down and says, why are you heading to Tegretaire? Um, and he, uh, this, this person uh, says, well, I... I'm an artist, if you couldn't tell. Uh, and I am in search of Tegretaire's art school. Art school. And LaRocca goes, oh. Bahari <laughs> like, <laughs> just starts knows. blinking rapidly. <laughs> and, okay, all right. Okay. Um. Sure. That's uh, cool. Cool. Shit's overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Roca says, yeah, croissants, house of artistry. It's, uh, it's a big thing in the in Tegretaire and the city of Tegretaire. Um, he sounds very impressed. <laughs> and... Um, He's just like, I should have. That that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get people from all over the all over the place. And uh, oftentimes you'll find, and this is LaRocca to you guys, oftentimes suddenly someone will be repainting graffiti all over the town or there will be weird statues or weird abstract things popping up all over town. And it is... Uh, it is to be ignored because it's just the art school doing their thing. Yeah, sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> just the art school doing their thing, beautifying our town, whatever. LaRocca, you sound contemptful. Do you not have, like, respect for the arts? Rude. I love good art. It is when my typical place of business is now a revolving building with a door that is now located on the roof that I have a problem. Oh, that sounds, that cool. sounds did, fun. Did the art school did the art school move the door to the roof? That sounds fun. You know How? they're challenging our they're they're challenging our conceptions about accessibility, and I'm and, into it. And this it's person in front goes exactly, and that is what <laughs> art is about. It is a challenge. You have a name? Hell yeah! Oh, I. <clears throat> uh, I am Arthur, but you can call me Art. And LaRocca goes, oh, of course we can. Oh, of course. At this point, Bahari is, has, has now done her 
fairly trademark sigh and is just kind of rubbing her temple with a hand. Um, is there, <laughs> I'm into this. Is Art's bag... Noun has dated a few artists. Noun knows how to speak this language. <laughs> now, is Art's bag broken or did it just like fall open? Uh, he... He tripped and sort of just everything okay. sort of spilled out. And it looks like the clasp on his bag itself is just sort of like not good. Like he, his whole thing looks disheveled. Like his whole energy. Mm. You guys, I went to art school. And I'm going to say art seems like a fine arts major. <laughs> Shinzi wants to repack the bag, but like better than he did. I don't know uh, what skill yeah, that sure. would be, but that's just what Shinji wants to do. <laughs> survival. It's survival. Yeah, <laughs> it's survival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you could survive art school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So yeah, make, make a survival check there for me, Shinji, on so like, that's how a you pack the bag. Plus three. That's a na- <laughs> So, Shenzi, not only do you repack this dude's fucking bag, you have organized things very quickly. You're like, this is not fucking helpful. Uh, And you've, like, refastened the strap and, like, the clasp. It wasn't that it was busted. It just, like, needed sort of, like, clicked together. Like, parts of the metal were coming. And you just had to... Like, very in character for Shenzi as a treasure hunter. Like, you gotta be able to carry your shit and not be dropping it everywhere. (laughs) And Art is just like, wow, I... What? Wealth. An artist? Uh, a fel- from one artist to another. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't expect this like to last. organizing artist. But try. The art of packing you have mastered. And uh, so you're all heading to Tegretaire too? Yes. What a uh, yes. beautiful, what a beautiful line of coincidence. In art, there is no coincidence, only happy accidents. Okay, did we just meet Bob Ross? <laughs> where, where, where's his squirrel pet? Yeah. <laughs> is it was he painting happy little trees out here? Something needs the devil beaten out of it. All right. <laughs> Perhaps I was meant to meet you. Just and get on the horse, and we'll take you. Okay, come on. Oh, nose goes. Who's he riding with? Not me. I don't care. Like, get on. <laughs> <laughs> I noun, like talking about art. Y'all are all being rude. <laughs> and now you never got down from your horse, right? Nope. Okay. So yeah, do you just uh, do you just tell this? Uh, do you tell art to get on the on the horse? Pretty much. I just kind of like put my hand down, and I'm just and I'm just like, okay, let's go, and pretty much like pull him on the horse <laughs> behind me. And art how, like lands. Oh, how big is art compared to the rest of the group? Like, how tall is he? Uh, oh, yeah. Art, is he a human? What's up? Uh, so Art is about uh, about five eight, so he's a little smaller, um, and smaller is uh, is is human. Um, yeah, and so yeah, as you as you grab Art, you're able to kind of like hoist them up, and they're a little they're a little small, you know, just in general. Um, yeah, so yeah, you're able to just kind of hoist small. them up. <laughs> as far as their stature and their build compared to this party. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you grab them and uh, you're able to kind of hoist them up and they don't really fight it. So as you pull them up, they're like, oh, oh OK. And they hop on the horse uh, and they are now riding um, just like uh, on the back with uh, Noun on Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Art, where are you from? Uh, and Art says, well, really from all over. An artist does not limit themselves. Ooh, so we got a runaway, guys. Shinzi says, looking at Noun, because they're both runaways. 
<laughs> no, we're a happy little trio, huh? Okay. Three's uh, company. Mm-hmm. No, but the mm-hmm. pun, happy little trio. Yeah. Happy little trees. The trio. Oh, great. Happy little trio. You got it. All right. You got well, it. Art, we'll get you. That was intentional. We'll get you to Tegra Good. Tara. I'm, I'm happy to know that was deliberate. Art, we'll get you to Tegra Tara, but then uh, we got stuff to do. Yeah, you, you head to the art school, but yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, uh, LaRocca, now still riding in front, says, all right, so just picking up strays. He's obviously one, you're one to talk, and he's obviously not going to make it out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if he's going to the fine arts major, he'll be fine. Well, no, yeah. like, uh, he'll make it there, but it's they? Minger's past. That's the problem. Um, oh, that's fair. So it's not like been pointed out or anything, but art is a he uh, okay. in this instance. It's just so. Um, and yeah, so you guys oh, ride. Oh, you said in this instance, is he gender fluid? Genuine, genuine question. Yeah, I mean, no, it is in this, humorous timing, uh, but. There's not really a good way of like addressing. So like Nia is gender fluid back in uh, the the town of Mara Valley. Uh, art here is he. He that. Okay. okay. Or, sorry. Check. Sorry. He him. Check. Gotcha. So, uh, yep. So you've got Art on the back of your horse, and you guys he, he are Art. Art is also his. his yeah, uh, and you are on your way uh, through the last of Mingrus Pass, and you get through no trouble uh, with your extra buddy in tow now, um, and you get to you you get out of Mingrus Pass, and you are now uh, approaching uh, Tegritaire. Liddy, as you do, uh, you are coming up to sort of this this peak where you can, again, you remember when you got here, there's this moment where you're at the top of a hill that lets you look out on just the vastness of the city of Tegretaire. And at the very far back of it is Castle Tegretaire. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see uh, you can see the bustling city and all the people moving about and there's the there's the guard gates at the very front and as you approach a wave from LaRocca signals that the gates open for you and um you all uh you all find your way to a portion of the city and at the as you get into the first part of the gates though um as you get into the first part of the gate art says well this is probably uh this is probably as far as we go. I can find my own way. I want to do a little exploring, too. Good luck. Okay, bye, Art. And Art uh, jumps off, and uh, again, his uh, uh, as he jumps down, uh, he lands, and like his uh, paintbrush, he had like a unique little paintbrush and some other items on him that was like sort of where a dagger would be, but instead it's like a paintbrush, and it like falls out, and he picks it up, and he's like, huh! And so he just like drops shit every like everywhere, and he picks that back up real quick. Oh, sorry! And people are sort of like walking, and you're in the way, and so he's like, "Oh, sorry!" And he like puts it away, uh, gets up, and he says, "Ha!" And he just walks off, uh, and just oh, vanishes. Watched him the whole time without a word. Just <laughs> I'll come blank. visit. <laughs> and just vanishes amongst the city. And cool. Laroca now leading your horses towards Castle Tegritaire. Um, you go through the city and 
you get to the gates of Castle Tegretaire where the guards are also positioned. Uh, and these are the difference between the city guards and the castle guard. And uh, he acknowledges them and shows his emblem and they, they recognize the Roca. And he nods. And as you are crossing the bridge, the drawbridge to get in towards the castle, the Roca looks up and says, huh, I guess the wolves are back. And as you two look up, you see bursting through the clouds, slowly descending upon the castle, a massive airship. The what? God damn it. Oh boy. You're going to leave us on a fucking cliffhanger again. I could tell. That's his favorite thing.